This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic full-service creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good Tuesday afternoon from Houston. I'm Ben Nully. 2019 was a rough year for the biofuels industry, but some victories on a few key priorities have supporters feeling optimistic about the new decade. Speaking at the National Ethanol Conference, Renewable Fuels Association President and CEO Jeff Cooper says 2020 is off to a better start. We saw EPA finalize the 2020 RVO rule with some reallocation measures. We saw you know, some more details on the phase one deal with China and the inclusion of ethanol in that deal. We saw you know, ratification of USMCA. USDA committing to an infrastructure program. So we saw a lot of good news things happening at the end of 2019. Former President George W. Bush spoke at the event. On the 15-year anniversary of the RFS1, it was just a, uh, a great opportunity to, to thank him for his role in, in getting that policy done and, and just have a talk about how the world has changed since then and, and just the importance of that policy still today uh, as we you know continue to seek greater energy security and greater economic security. RFA is hosting its 25th annual convention in Houston through tomorrow. Senate Finance Committee Chair Chuck Grassley is encouraged to hear EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler say a recent 10th Circuit Court decision has the potential of completely changing the small refinery program. I expect EPA to follow the 10th Circuit ruling since they hid behind court decisions uh, earlier, going way back to the uh, Obama administration as an excuse to expand the number of uh, waivers given, which we know was a policy decision by the former administrator. The EPA issues SREs when an oil refinery can demonstrate economic hardship. Grassley says while he is encouraged, he'll have to wait and see. I think it's good news. I'm hopeful, but I'm going to wait and see <clears throat> what they do. I think you can measure them better by what they actually do than what they say. Wheeler said last week the agency should have a decision soon. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic full-service creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency of the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. The World Pork Expo will return to Des Moines, Iowa this year. Last year, the event was canceled after the pork industry became concerned about spreading African swine fever into the U.S. ASF is still wreaking havoc in Asia as well as in Europe, but National Pork Producers Council spokesperson Jim Monroe says bringing ASF into the U.S. through the event is extremely low. But having said that, the United States is in a much stronger position relative to biosecurity, African swine fever, and other foreign animal diseases than it was, say, 18 months ago when it first broke in China and started spreading throughout China and to other parts of the globe. Monroe says Customs and Border Protection has stepped up inspections. Additional beagles have been added to support inspection at the borders, as well as legislation from Congress. Yesterday, as I'm sure you know, we had the House approve funding for 740 new agricultural inspectors at our borders, and we just generally have much more industry-wide awareness for risk mitigation and 
steps that folks can, additional biosecurity steps that people can be taken just to further mitigate the risk. The World Pork Expo takes place June 3rd through the 5th. House Agriculture Committee Chairman Colin Peterson didn't hold back, blasting the Trump administration for making 8.2% cuts in discretionary spending at USDA in the president's 2021 budget. Quote, this is what happens when ideologues decide to cut programs just for the sake of cutting, Peterson said. Quote, we will make sure the farm bill isn't cut during this year's budget process, end quote. Peterson argues many USDA offices across the country are understaffed and need funding. Trump is also proposing mandatory cuts to crop insurance, conservation spending, disaster assistance, and the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. Always stay up to date with the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news at AgriPulse.com. At the National Ethanol Conference in Houston, I'm Ben Nully.